Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast with me, Sean Geek, and co-host today is Karen B. Woo! That sounded <laughs> Thanks ominous. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that sounded ominous, like you might be a supervillain in this, in this episode. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where, where do you want to start? What do you want? What do you want to tackle first? Should we should get good 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 movie or bad movie first? Probably the bad. Let's start with the bad. Yeah, get that out of the way. So I haven't seen this movie in a while. I saw it when it mm-hmm. came out the weekend it, or the weekend or the weekend after it came out. I can't remember. Yeah, I remember you were very excited to see it. I was excited because I had just seen the first. Well, so we're we're going to talk about Venom too. So I did. Mm-hmm. You had seen Venom. The original Venom around the time that it came out, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did not because I just didn't want to, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but fair. Uh, that's fair. I, I don't know. I just had no interest because, like, for me, Venom is, I don't know, Venom's never really done it for me. No, like, it's not, um, I don't know, it, it's never like a standalone movie for me his story isn't um standalone movie worthy never mind movie with a sequel (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah so did you did you like the first film when you saw it not really (laughs) so the first watching after watching the first movie I was like I probably not my most favorite Tom Hardy work (laughs) I love the actor but I was like, um, not his best work. So that's why I didn't watch the second one right away <laughs> because okay. I was just kind of waiting for reviews and, you know, is it any better? Like, it, 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 you know, when they release these movies, like we're always going to watch it, but it's just a matter of like, how soon are we yeah. going to get to it? Do we wait for the Netflix release or do we? Yeah. 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 Yeah, for me, uh, the only reason I watched the first one is because the fanboy garage said, hey, let's review Venom 2. And I'm like, oh, I guess I better watch the first one. Yeah, yeah. But I literally yeah. watched it and I expected it to be absolute trash, the first one. Mm-hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised because I expected nothing. And so I got mm-hmm. a little bit of something. And I mean, it yeah. was it's better than some comic book movies over the right, years. Right. It's been, you know, like Steel with Shaq O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you know, stuff of that level. The Ghost Rider films were not that great either. You know, so, and, you know, Electra is the, <laughs> is the crown jewel, I yeah. think, for me, of right. bad films. But yeah, still- I, I, I think I expected it to be very, very bad. <laughs> like, I watched it around the time it was released, but um, I already had heard, like, you know, bad reviews. And so I think I, I, I kind of just, well, you didn't expect anything. I expected it to be the absolute worst. Yep. Then I watched it and it was just okay. Yeah. Like it, was, it wasn't yeah. the worst first, but it was okay. So what's your take on Tom? So Tom Hardy as as Eddie Brock, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. It's, he's not the he's not the image. It's not the image that I have in mind when I think of Eddie Brock. Um, he's a good actor, but um like if I just saw a, a screenshot of him as Eddie, like I wouldn't name him an Eddie. 
you know how did um, but like is that better than Topher Grace not that much because like Topher Grace is also not an image of Eddie Brock but like I don't know somewhere in between <laughs> somewhere yeah. in the middle yeah you've read the comic you've read some of the comics i'm sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah the, this was kind of a not not exactly the same but i guess in this version at least he's a reporter and True. yeah i mean i think tofer grace was a reporter too but he's kind of dumb which yeah. eddie brock was always kind of dumb mm-hmm. um so i did like that tofer grace was a little bit too snarky and Maybe smarter, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and I, I, I do like Tom Hardy as as Eddie Brock. I do. You like okay. Yeah. yeah. It it that's that's why I like the movie because I it was batshit crazy. Okay. And I'm like, it kind of worked for me. Okay. But like again, only okay. Right. Right. It's not his like best performance ever. If it, but- yeah, if this was Topher Grace doing this film, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be interested. Like, he was the draw for me. Yeah, it, so it, it just felt like, it, it just felt like, um, it's kind of like a Natalie Portman situation where, like, great actor, amazing actor yeah. in a mediocre um, story. Yeah. So that's why, to me, to me, it was, like, such a waste of a, of an actor and waste of a, you could have made him do so many things, but they didn't. So, yeah, um, yeah, that was the okay part for me in that movie. So, going into the second film, which I pretty much, how did you, how did you watch it? Did you rent it? Uh, no, I streamed it. I like two dollars now to, oh. <laughs> to stream it on uh on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, so we watched it and um. I, we checked the reviews, like how different is it from the first one? And they're pretty, pretty much the same. So, yeah, you know, watch it with like low expectations. And um, I think it was worse than the first for me. It felt I, like, yep. It, it, that's how I felt like, I felt like, oh, it's like, I thought the first one was, was better. I guess it was okay. This one is way, way worse. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm going to be honest, I kept not falling asleep, but just kind of like looking at the wall of the theater, oh, yeah. checking out the other people in the theater. Um, and there, a lot of people are like rolling their eyes through the film. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Like, it's just like, oh my God. I, I'm, and the thing that's frustrating, I guess, is this movie was released, you know, it, it, during a pandemic mm-hmm. and it did really well. It did almost like similar numbers to the first one, which right. means if this hadn't have been the pandemic, it would have done even better. Right. And I'm like, how? Like, why? Yeah. And was it like, do you think the end credit sequence, which everyone knew there was going to be something like, do you think that had some impact? I'm thinking like maybe because there was nothing. Because when was this release? Is it last year? Or this year? No, it was earlier this, earlier. it was this year. Yeah. Um, maybe because there was like nothing happening in the pandemic. You know, maybe people wanted to watch something. Yeah. I don't know. But like I, or is it the actors? Because 
I definitely wanted to watch the first one because it was Tom Hardy. Yeah. And I was like, he's been, he's, he's in many great movies, has Michelle Williams, also yep. a great actress. Two Oscar and then, winners, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, and then there's that. <laughs> so maybe, you know, someone who's a fan of them just wanted to watch or, you know, right now it's any Marvel movie people will watch. So you got that population already. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why. So would you would did you like the the end credit sequence? Did it do did it do anything for you? Um not really, because after I guess I don't know if we're talking about Hawkeye here too, but like in Hawkeye we saw the little blip there and so to me, I was like, oh, that's, I'm already satisfied with that. So to me, seeing him blip, become a part of this, like, is it necessary? I don't really, I'm not really excited for the character. They could recast him in the yeah. uh, Disney MCU and I would care less, right? It's one of those characters. What did you think of uh, Woody Harrelson? He's, he's all right. Like, he didn't do much. Like, I didn't, it's not, but... And then again, I didn't think Carnage has that much range of emotions. Like, I don't know if they needed like Woody Harrelson for that. Um, like when we were watching it, um, you were saying that you just want to see him uh, turn one of the tentacles into an axe, you know, like in, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like and slice things. And if they if he does that, then like great, like it's a check mark. Um, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's that's what we were aiming for. I really like the. That they gave they made him uh, gave him a love story on the side wasn't familiar with that arc if that's an arc but I was like I kind of wanted him to just be kind of a ruthless like person creature so I don't know if, if Woody Harrelson made any difference to that no I I don't know if another actor would have elevated it or not I mean he is a he is a good actor we, like I've seen him in a lot of great stuff mm-hmm so I don't know, and I don't think I I don't know if it's the director's fault either or, or the writing. I don't know. Like because like, it's Andy Circus. I didn't realize that. Well, some people said what they noticed that he brought to the film was that the the visual effects were cleaner, okay. and the fight sequences were not as. Like people complained about the fight sequences in the first one, I guess that it was messy. I mean, I didn't really notice a difference, but no. apparently <laughs> he knows how to direct that kind the of fight stuff. sequence. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, with his his three D effects work with Gollum and you know Planet of the Apes. Yeah, stuff, yeah. You know, he understood how to film that stuff and make it come off better. But I okay. mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we, when i realized it was andy circus i'm like i think this might be my least favorite work of his yeah yep yeah him and tom hardy is like why um yeah i don't know there's something with the writing i think the writing is my problem like i think the actors could have brought so much more could have done something different but it's the writing that's yeah. my problem like i don't know again it's like i didn't think that the second movie was necessary like um, I guess they just wanted to bring Carnage because, you know, DC Venom, you'll probably want to see Carnage. But, like, I didn't think it was a movie worth having a sequel. I feel like uh, 
short clip or like an episode or something would have been sufficient. But um, I don't know. We didn't need a, a second movie. Okay, so let's let let's dig deep here then. So <laughs> if Tom Hardy was introduced as Venom in a Spider-Man film with MCU money, MCU direction, MCU writing, and he was brought in as a villain, would that have been a better use of the character since he's not probably the character? Yeah, probably. Because he probably would have um would have been able we would have been able to see Tom Hardy do whatever he does best, right? Like transform a character. He could, you know, start off as um, how he was at, the, at this movie and then, you know, become a full villain. And so you'll see a kind of a range of, you know, you'll be able to use him a lot more. I think the um, actors he would have played off of would have been interesting too. True. Yeah. Yeah. Even John Favreau think, or something like playing against yeah. John Favreau or something like, I don't know. Yeah. Those are all seem more interesting pairings. I think I think they didn't know what to fill the middle of the movie with. Like I think there was so much banter between, you know, Eddie Brock and Venom, and that went on for so long. And then he fights Carnage and the movie ends. Like they just I know they want to build the characters up, but I didn't think they they needed that much build up. And the whole thing I with Yeah, and then the thing with his girlfriend was or ex-girlfriend yeah. was just didn't really go anywhere no it was uh, i i don't know like at the beginning i thought they were closing that chapter and you were kind of joking like oh this is michelle williams out of the movie yeah (laughs) yeah um and then then all of a sudden they just bring bring her back in and it didn't even make sense um i guess it didn't it didn't but like it just felt kind of forced yep oh we got to bring her back but they broke up yeah yeah oh yeah now what We'll bring her back, bring her back, because we don't have a reason. <laughs> we don't have anything to draw Venom into Carnage. So, I don't know. It's very strange. I think there was too much marketing people involved in in the writing of the film. I mm-hmm. I think like, oh, we need her in here because she was big in the first one. Yeah, but they're not together anymore. Yeah, but we no. need her in there. So they just kind of shoehorn her in. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Like we'll 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 get to it when we talk about Hawkeye because there's a lot of characters in Hawkeye, and yeah, were they shoehorned in or did they get you know some time to shine? I think they got time to shine personally. But. Yeah, 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 and and um, again, like what year is it? Like there's so many superhero movies that have been out where you know there's so many different strategies to introduce like villains like little cameos and whatnot that um you almost don't have an excuse on not knowing how to introduce these characters yes so they could literally copy something like a, a format of something else and you know have an okay movie <laughs> yeah, yeah so it was kind of odd an odd choice like i feel like if you don't have that much material with carnage like you could have added like more things to this so that it didn't feel as empty yeah yeah so that's to me that's what it is like it's just like there's like nothing happening in the middle <laughs> yep. yeah that's probably when i started uh you know looking around the theater looking for people to look at <laughs> and that yeah, yeah it was i don't know i mean i'm always happy when a comic book movie is made regardless of the quality right but this was one of those cases where i'm like Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, 
Yeah, if, if you know, if, if they, to me, if they really wanted to introduce Venom or connect him to the um, MCU, Disney MCU, um, like, I feel like they could, they would have had, like, a much, a better shot at, like, you know, be, maybe beginnings of, like, Sinister Six and, yeah, yeah, you know, have him there and have a new, you know, a new roster and have him initiate it. I don't really care, but I'm like, that's a much more exciting story than, like, you know, like have this one villain that they're not even that connected and whatnot. So yeah, to me, it was just like poor writing. Yeah, yeah. So do we want to move into Hawkeye? So, okay, so we all had expectations going into Hawkeye. We had, Mm -hmm. and then we had our, you know, when it's done, our reaction to it. So what was your, when now you and I have talked about this, but not on air, so... Mm-hmm. when this was announced leading up to be, you know, before the first episode of Hawkeye aired, what was your, do you remember what your thoughts were? Like what you thought about, like, is this, you were think, excited or not excited? I wasn't as excited to be honest. Cause like, you know, when they announced it, you had like Loki and, um, you know, WandaVision first with Aerie. So you had those like, you know, more magical shows. And so, um like I'm naturally more excited about like you know fantasy and like magic stuff and to me um I kind of bundled that with um Falcon and Winter Soldier like Hawkeye bundled that with Falcon and Winter Soldier and um so I was like you know kind of more set in like the real world um I didn't expect much of it. It's going to be an action movie. It's going to be like, it's set in Christmas. I was like, oh, it's going to be a die hard. It's going to be one of those. But so not, my excitement level wasn't very high. My expectations weren't very high. Um, And then I was just, I'm just like pleasantly surprised as they unfolded their, you know, um, TV series, like sort of WandaVision and, you know, you see Falcon Winter Soldier. And I was like, oh, this is like, they're onto something. They they're trying different things with these TV shows, and so I think after Loki, I was already excited just to imagine like what could they possibly add to this. I'm just excited because I'm thinking like they're gonna do something different again. And yep. so initial reaction, not too excited, and then as we got closer to it, I was like really excited. How about you? Same same thing. Um... I, I, like I was a fan of the of the um, the 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 comic that had been mm-hmm. released. I don't know. I can't, I don't know when it was released in the last few years that had Matt Fraction and David Aja. I think that's his name. And mm-hmm. somebody turned me on to it and said, "You really have to check this out if you're a fan of Brian Michael Bendis's Daredevil or his um, Alias, which was Jessica Jones." Mm-hmm. Or, or any of that stuff was this is like this fits right in really good with that stuff so i'm like hmm so i saw the the trade paperback or hardcover i should say yeah and i'm like oh there it is so i read it and I, I was expecting nothing from the book and then i read it and i'm like holy shit this is like game changing great and mm-hmm. it kind of made hawkeye kind of more popular than he'd been because he's always like a C level character, D level character, right. like he's never been mainstream. So when this was mm-hmm. announced, I'm like, Oh, Hawkeye. Okay. Like you, you haven't done well by him too much in the movies already. No, so- you know what? I, I, we, we were rewatching some of the uh, phase one, phase two Marvel movies 
And, um, you know, after watching What If, like you see them, that, um, that episode where um, the alternate, um, one with like Hank Pym, yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the Avengers, um, you know, he had like Hawkeye accidentally shot Thor there. And, and uh, I thought that that was, uh, they made all those up. But like when we rewatched the Thor movie, like, Hawkeye was actually there and I was like I did not even remember that you were actually in this movie and they had you <laughs> trying like they had you aim at Thor or like watch for him and um stand be on standby to shoot him if you have to I didn't I really did not remember him there so I was like yeah he was just like always in the background he was yeah and then as we so as the show was approaching I'm like okay well the, the Hawkeye in the comics of the comic series I read and the Hawkeye in the Avengers movie is not even close to being like the same character at all. No. Yeah. Like they're completely different characters. Um, like MCU Hawkeye is married. He's got kids. The Marvel comics version is not, he's a bit of a playboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's, he's exes with like black widow and mockingbird mm-hmm. And, you know, a whole string of characters and he's broken more heart hearts than, than anybody. So he's, you know, he's a Lothario. Like he's, he's not yeah. really, a, he's not really a good dude. You yeah. Know? So I'm like, how are you going? My thought was, there's no way you're going to adapt the comic because the characters aren't even the same. Right. But I knew they had Kate Bishop in it and I fell mm-hmm. in love with that character right away. Like that is a really well-written character, really interesting, mm-hmm. really cool, really yeah. incredibly different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you're going to have her in there. So I was interested in seeing her, but I wasn't interested in Hawkeye at all mm-hmm. Okay, as a character. But as the trailer started, the trailer, the tra- trailer or two that came out, I'm like, holy shit. Like they're literally adapting the, the, the comic. Right. So I'm like, how are they going to do that? Like, I didn't think it would be as good as the comic and it was really good. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. all the visuals and everything is like, my expectations were Marvel hasn't missed a show yet. Like all the shows have been good and exceed expectations every time, Mm -hmm. whether I was interested or not. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I was actually more excited to see it. Right. You know, like a, a few weeks before. Right. Yeah. No, um, like so far their shows have been really, really spot on. And uh, again, like just very different from one another. So I think this is like their, um, might be their chance to like experiment on different styles of storytelling, like give them, I don't know, a little bit more freedom to tell stories rather than the, um, what they've normally been using um, to tell these stories. And um, like you said, like a different, like Clint Barton and, um, different Hawkeye altogether, and to adapt the storyline was kind of interesting. Yeah, and um, no, it was like I'm just like pleasantly surprised with with the whole thing. So is there is so you, so you like the show, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I really like the show, and I think you talked about it where, or maybe I've talked to it with someone at work. Um, it's like a, a good sweet spot um, with all the shows. I think it's like probably at the top right now for everything like it's um um right enough humor like it wasn't too cheesy there's like um enough heart in it 
um, so that's setting up and it's, it's just solid from beginning to end. Yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, I've, it's my favorite show right now, but it's because it's new, right? Like I just saw right, it. Sure. It's still fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Loki was my favorite show. One division was I, like, I, I like both those shows. I don't know which ones I like more. I like them all, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. right now Hawkeye is like at the top because exactly what you said, there was a perfect blend, but for me and, and Sylvia and I talked about this at length, but the thing that knocked it over the top for us was you don't have the jerk. That's iron man. You mm-hmm. don't have the boy scout. Who's captain America you don't have the the screwed up witch that is Scarlet Witch. You have a guy who just wants to spend time with his family and happens to be an agent. He's very human. He loves his family Mm -hmm. to death. And that Mm -hmm. is such, like, none of the other characters have that. No, yeah. Tony has Pepper. But Mm -hmm. really, you know, his love story is not really that interesting. No, no, it's no. like Hawkeye's a lot more relatable. <laughs> like it's a, exactly. there's, a, there's a real family that's, you know, together. He's made mistakes that he's, yeah. you know, very much accepted the consequences of. Um, uh, but no, it just has, and, it, and he has as a successor in the TV show. Um, I just like I, I'm trying to think like what if there's something that I didn't like, but like I really just like the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So what it, Sylvie said after I don't know two episodes in, three episodes in, because there's lots of him with his kids in the beginning. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's talking to his wife. I thought his wife wasn't going to be in the show, and that they were divorced. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's a trope. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. him have a wife that he loves. Yeah. Dearly. He, you know, they went away for five years and then she comes back and they're divorced. I thought that's the direction yeah, we're heading. Yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. glad they didn't do that. But Sylvie, so this, so this is what Sylvie said. She goes, hmm, he's a dad. He loves his children. He is now the sexiest Avenger. Hands down, no contest. <laughs> that's it. Because he cares more than anyone else. Yeah. But he cares about his bubble. You know, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't have a lot of friends. He keeps his bubble tight and, he, in, you know, and I don't know. It's just, it's so, he's so human that mm-hmm. he's more of a hero than anyone else because he does it with a lot less. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think that's what, that, that's it. Like it, it was just so much more relatable and it's so easy to understand. Like, oh, like, you know, struggling to, uh, he wants to have Christmas with his family, but then obviously this, uh, you know, uh, something that he has to deal with, um, talks to his wife, his wife understands, they're very open about it, it's not like he has to dance around it and hide about, you know, doing this. That's refreshing too. So it was just, yeah, yeah, it was just nice, because like in a lot of those movies, like, if there's some conflict with the main character between, you know, family has choose between family and, yep. you know, Call of Duty, um, they would always choose, uh, you know, whatever they have to do, but then they always have to lie to their family and come up with yeah. some sort of story. Yeah, that it's a trope that's in every superhero thing, and it's not here. Mm-hmm. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what's your your take on Kate Bishop? Oh, very well done. 
I really, I really liked her in this one and a very good portrayal. Um, they really had a good chemistry with, um, with the Hawkeye, with the Hawkeye that we know. Yeah. Yeah, she was a delight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, based on the comic, she's like so dead on. It is, I'm like, they're not going to get it right because she was, she's so fucking great in the comic. Yeah. There's no way they can, there's no way they can mimic this on screen. And they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she, like, how quickly she owns the show. Right. Like, people yeah. want to see more of her. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think everyone fell in love with her. Like she's just she's amazing. Um, well, she was she was really good. Um, just like her first introduction to, with with Clint, like her reaction was just it seemed so genuine. She was just like, "Oh, I'm just so happy to see my idol," and then wants to work with him and just genuinely cares. All that it was just so so well done. Yep, yep. This this show is. I don't feel there's any downtime in this show anywhere. Like it's no. Some people no, complain it was they, short and rushed, but I'm like, no, it, no, it was it, perfect. It's the right amount of time. Yeah. Um. They because if they added one more episode, there will be like a few filler scenes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Which, just, um. They didn't really need. Like their filler um scenes were, you know, he's um, where she's uh uh kind of the middleman between like hawkeye and his son you know when his hearing aid wasn't working oh god uh, that was really sweet or like him teaching her how to use the coin mm-hmm. um like it's not even a, a filler for me because that just showed their characters right outside of like combat or yeah. a mission those that was that scene with the phone that was really oh, cute oh my god i just as a dad, that hit me really hard because it's like you you can't talk. You're, you're not going to be able to talk to your kid and mm-hmm. she's helping him communicate. Mm-hmm. That That's the nicest thing she could have done for him. Right. Yeah. It was so important and it was in the moment and it needed to be done and she did it. And that's mm-hmm. when he turned and decided, okay, all right you know, you're going to be my partner. Like you can almost like, that's when the switch turns, I think in his head. Yeah. You're not just a responsibility to me. Mm -hmm. You're more than that. And right. Right. And then her, I'm like, I don't know about you on the final episode was like, please bring her to Christmas. Please bring her to Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Begging and begging. And and then she shows up for Christmas and I'm like, thank God. Yeah. No, no, no. It was really cute. And like even that scene at the the when he invites her over, it's not like overly dramatic or overly <sighs> cheesy. It was just like the right amount of like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. He invites her over, introduces her to the family, and um all is well. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah. They could there was moments where in the show, there was a lot of moments in the show where a typical typical script writer would have made them say something, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They just acted the scene yeah they're just making you know like uh, i love you i love you too i love you yeah yeah like, there's none yeah. of that no no yeah like like uh the the love between clint and his wife like it's it's that's just the way it is the, right. they're in love you don't have they don't need to say yeah 
it's it's apparent it's mm-hmm. i don't know it's just really good acting yeah yeah no it was really good yeah um so there was other there was a whole bunch of characters introduced mm-hmm. shown in here we'll we'll mm-hmm. leave we'll leave the big guy for last but yeah um what did you think of maya i really liked her character was i think um neat mm-hmm, yeah so neat like so yeah fucking cool i know i know that was i think she was like one of my definitely favorite um in this one um, they're all my favorites what am i talking about but um no, she was really um, super well introduced. The episode that focused on her, yep. um, I thought was really, uh, like, gave a nice, like, tidbit of how, like, where her, what her background is and how kind of, like, similar to Kate, there's, like, some parallels, like, yep. um, and she, she just wanted to take revenge for her dad and yep. all of that. Um, she's capable, even though she's, handicapped in a few ways but it was such a good character yeah 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 she really well written in uh the the actress uh was alakwa cox is her name she's actually deaf in real mm-hmm. life which is i figured I'm, I'm really glad they they cast someone that was yeah. um and i think this is one of her first acting gigs if not her first acting gig and I'm like stunned. Yeah. It's hard enough to act well, Mm -hmm. but she just, she killed it. She Mm -hmm. killed it. She was so believable and relatable and somehow relatable. And you, Mm -hmm. she's a bad guy really in a way like she's, you know, Mm -hmm. but you still care about the character. Like that's amazing actress. She's just like phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Vera Farmiga as the mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took like two episodes before we figured it out because she's from Bates Motel, right? Well, she, for us, like we were like, oh, she's like the um, the one with the ghosts uh, in the horror movie. Oh, no, I can't remember the horror. So, so, oh wait, what else was that she was in now? I'm looking at um, it. Not, not hereditary, but the, the Conjuring, right? Like she, she, was she in the Conjuring? Um, I did not realize that. She's like the, the wife there. Oh. Yeah. Manchurian Candidate? Holy, okay. The Departed? The Boy in the Stripe? Okay, I've seen her in more things than I realized. Holy crap. Yeah, The Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Annabelle Comes mm-hmm. Home. She's amazing. And we didn't figure out it was her because we're used to her blonde hair in Bates Motel. Yeah. And then we finally connected and like, they got her for this? Like, she's she's big time. Yeah. And she was good. Mm-hmm, she's, mm-hmm. she's bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, just the angle, just the way she played her character. She seems so like but there's always something off right like, like for me if there was something that was kind of predictable it was her because she was just like always kind of um kind of like shady from the beginning oh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah well just her as an actress you know she's not going to be good right like yeah. you knew she was going to be but i think there's more to her story that we're going to see 
mm-hmm. as it progresses. Yeah. She she was pretty cool. Like I I did enjoy her in there. Um the guy who played um uh, what's his name now? Kazi was kind of cool. That was uh Maya's buddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He was he was interesting. I I think I think he's from the comic, but I can't quite remember. I might have to go back and read like re-read. Yeah. But he was very he was a very interesting character. There was a lot of nuance there. He didn't have mm-hmm. tons of screen time, but he was right. good. Like when he was there, he yeah, attention. Yeah, he uh, played his role like memorable enough, right? Like yeah. it wasn't just some like henchman there that could no, no. speak to Maya. It was he had a role and um, he played the part quite well. What did you think of um, uh, Jacques Duquesne? The <laughs> he was kind of goofy. Like I kind of wanted like more screen time. <laughs> <laughs> he was so um, goofy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like he's a cheesy one. Like so, they didn't have much of him. But um, uh, if they had a, more of him, like I wouldn't mind that like, he would be kind of like a fun character to have. So fun. I think yeah. I think he's coming back in in the comics. Yeah. He he was the swordsman. Yeah. And he had some kind of prominent storylines in the comic books. He was the guy that mm-hmm. actually taught Hawkeye his sharpshooting in the comic books. Okay. okay. They both worked in the circus together, which is where Hawkeye got his start in the comics. Very, yeah. very different than the MCU version. Yeah. Um, but he was, he was just, I don't know. He was, and then when he got his chance to go, you know, he was fighting with the swords, he's fighting the tracksuit. Yeah. Off, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was just so much fun. Yeah. You know, I, I like how even if they, this is one of those things where even if they deviated from the source material, they made their own thing that yeah. at least they committed to it and then made it work. It wasn't like, you know, some half a story, like what's that good thing? Like a, like a Game of Thrones, for example. <laughs> like, you know, they made yeah. their own thing, but like, you know, didn't really think this through or like a lot of like, a lot of the DC movies where they take the ideas, they even take the ideas from the comic books and then they're like, we're going to go rogue halfway through the movie yep. and, or, you know, most of the movie, but like, no, they actually know what directions they wanted to go to and um, they committed. Yeah, they committed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other Black Widow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Natasha Romanoff's sister, Yelena, yeah. uh, shows up, which we knew she mm-hmm. was, we knew she was going to show up because at the, the end scene of Black Widow suggested yeah. as much. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that I was excited for her, her to show up in Hawkeye originally, but mm-hmm. as the show progressed, I'm like, I don't really need Yelena in this. I was enjoying the characters yeah. already. It's like and putting her in, I wasn't looking forward to it, but once she was in there and her interactions with um Kate Bishop, I'm like, it was their chemistry was off the charts. It was really yeah, I didn't fun. mind, yeah. It was, you know what, I'm, I'm okay with that. But she also got right. to close her storyline out, mm-hmm. which yeah. really needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hope to hell she's back for something else. I'm sure she Yeah, yeah um, I like the, uh, we, we always laugh at the, the accents because um, even at the Black Widow movie, I feel like, you know, their, their family, the Red Guardian, yeah. like uh, the mom, her and... Um, uh, Scarlett Johansson 
Scarlet doesn't have a Russian accent, yeah. but all of them had their own versions of the Russian accent. And <laughs> they so, weren't really the uh, same either. No, they were the same, and they were like, I who was close. I think Rachel had like her accent was closest to the more natural. I think she's know, probably Russian the best accent. best actor out of them all. True, like, true. Like um, so whenever she speaks, um, it's always kind of like funny. It starts yeah. off kind of like, you know, making me laugh a little bit. And then yeah. like, no, you know, it, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. You being here makes sense. And then, like I said, yeah, it's a good closure for the whole Black Widow thing. I think we can yeah. move forward with that. Um, I really liked her um, perspective of the blip because we never really, oh. like I said, not seeing it, not yes. seeing Venom before this. I, I I think that was a very good um, uh, sneak peek into the non-major MCU characters on like how they how they saw it and like what really happened to them I'm really enjoying that they're exploring the blip more and and what meant like they did Mm -hmm. it in Falcon and Winter Soldier which was 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 one of my favorite parts of that one yeah and yes and doing it here again it's like the same thing where like we're actually getting to see the consequence what happens you know because she had this established relationship with her sister and then she freaking disappears. Like they just found each other. And then to be robbed of that was very heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to not deal with it would have been, would have been wrong. Like, I'm glad that, you know, did that. I will. uh, One thing I have to say, because about Vera Farmiga again, was her character's name is Eleanor. And I had so much trouble with that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's being a snot in the show yeah just yeah. like my daughter can be a snot in her <laughs> life. and i'm like hmm i don't know it was it was funny I, I i laughed a lot at that um is there anyone else you want to talk about before we get to the the big man um i think like if we no i think we i think we got everyone um Unless you want to talk about the Captain Rogers. <laughs> oh my God, Rogers the musical. Yes, we didn't touch on that. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was I'm just curious, like before? after, yeah, after the scene, like what, what comes after this? Yep. I thought we would for sure watch the whole musical in the post credit scene. Yep. But um, no, we only get one number. Which, yeah, we only get one number. You know, my one complaint. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's almost like they put it there like, do you want to see more? You know, maybe yeah. react like to see how people react to it. And, you I, know, like- I looked at we we because there was like one extra character with like, the t-shirt with the symbol. And I was like, who is this? And then like they have Ant Man on. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, why? Like he's not in this scene, but I don't know. Does that mean anything anywhere else? Like, does that mean? No, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think it does. I think there's like, well, we need one more character. Like it was just one of those typical. I, th- yeah. I don't know if they were making fun of how Hollywood treats comic book characters. And then when they all of a sudden, you know, shoehorn stuff in, it doesn't really go there, but they put it there because you know, be. like shoehorning Venom into Spider-Man three when yeah. it wasn't intended to be in that film. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like it, maybe it was one of those, oh, we got to put him in. We need a, a, we need, we need a comedic character, but he wasn't part of the Avengers. That's you're not. No. I just shove him there anyway. Yeah. Um, 
I do. Uh, I, I, I think we'd be remiss not mentioning uh, Linda Cardellini as Laura Varden. Like she was. Yeah. Great. Like I. Yeah. No. No. She was really good. I. I, I do Sweet have. Mom. I do have a crush on Linda Cardellini. So. <laughs> her as as the wife was like oh. <laughs> I don't know. It just yeah. it did it for me and they reveal her at the end of the show the bit like the big mm-hmm. spoiler she's agent 19 mm-hmm. Do you know what that means no no agent 19 was mockingbird mm. mockingbird was in agents of shield so that was his big uh even though hawkeye in the comics was made his way around went around the block a few times with several different people. The one he eventually married was Mockingbird. And that was his, his, his true love. They did get divorced because he's an idiot in the comics, but agent, that's who agent 19 was. Now she has a different name, but I mean, everyone has different names when you're an agent or she, right? So that's, so he eventually marries Mockingbird, I guess it was what that's supposed to mean. So, and the whole thing with the watch was kind of cool. I did, I did like that whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so and the fact that they made him uh, like the the death thing. I think we mentioned that, but like that was uh, uh, addressing his um, his deafness. I'm like that's that's cool. <laughs> he actually made it too. In the comics, he, he made... does have a hearing aid. Yeah, it was yeah, never addressed yeah. in the movies, and yeah, and explain... you know the yeah the first time they showed it we were like did we miss this like has it been here or they're making it you know making it seem like it was there all along but then you know they explained it and okay kind of makes sense did i like the little homage with all the explosions and, and whatever right again again like more human than the others yeah, like, yeah i don't know Captain america's eardrums are pretty intact or thor's or he does surprisingly have good, robert downey he does have a good helmet with like ear things on it so i guess so yeah <laughs> But that was good. Um, so the the big reveal, whoops, mm-hmm. the big reveal in episode was it episode three, where you see the hand on um, Uncle was shows up and you see a hand on Maya's shoulder, mm-hmm. and I saw that and I'm like, no, no, are they going to do this? Are they really going to do this? Because I knew Maya was connected to the Kingpin. But from yeah, they're daredevil and all of that right yeah and i'm like but like they're they keep there's all these rumors about they're gonna somehow you know use the mcu shows Mm -hmm. but they didn't know what to do or if they could do it and i mean there was so many uh letter writing campaigns to marvel like you need to everybody right to me, that's one of the most, it's the most solid, um, like before every, all of the, these TV shows, that was the most solid out of all the, the Netflix Marvel shows that came on around the time. Like that character, you mean? Uh, no, the Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil, So, so yeah. if they can connect that somehow with the MCU that we have right now, then, I mean, like, you're, you're set. Like, yeah. those characters are so well done there. Like, I like their portrayal for all of them. Um so yeah, I like did not want to see a different Fisk or a different Daredevil. No, he D'Onofrio was so good. I, I do. I did like Michael Clark Duncan in the old Daredevil yeah. movie, like two thousand three yeah. or whatever the hell. Yeah, it was. I did like him a lot, and I thought that was mm-hmm. the right way to do it at the time. Mm-hmm. But I had n- no idea how much um, 
Vincent D'Onofrio looks exactly like like him. him. The yeah. same nose yeah. shape, the same the the way his you know the way his eyes are like every like physically, and then he's a bigger guy, but they the way he plays his his girth like Kingpin's girth because mm-hmm. Kingpin trained as a sumo wrestler, right? That was one of his yeah. trains, which yeah. is why he's big. It was you know explained in that way. Like his physical presence, he's not as big as in the comics because in the comics, he's Mm -hmm. Kingpin is like massive, but he's still the way he acts, he he appears massive just the way he holds himself. Like, I don't know, I was, I'm so happy they brought him back. And yeah, as the first person they bring back, like, I, I can't be happier. Oh, absolutely. Like even if they Absolutely. only brought him back and no one else, that's mm-hmm. that's a big win for me. You've been fine, yeah, yeah. Um, like because he only had like like he had his hand appeared in the third episode, but he really only had um, like I don't know a few minutes in that last episode. Yeah. But they made it count. Oh boy, did they ever! Just like a demonstration of strength, and you know how he is as a person, like his lines, his exchange with Maya. Yeah. Um, just how he is um it was just uh it's just like it made me super happy because I really liked his their portrayal of him in the daredevil show so um they gave him really nice background so it's like I just want to see this guy do more stuff and just a little he's a hundred percent not not I loved his I loved, <laughs> I loved his facial tics where there's the yeah I remember yeah. what was said but he was pissed off and you just see his his cheeks start to yeah yeah the twitch he's just always barely containing that anger 